0: Welcome to Mommy Heal Thyself. We feature guests who provide you with the tools, resources, and strategies you need to say no to a life of pain and suffering from all forms of preventable disease, toxic drugs, and unnecessary surgeries. We hope to inspire you to boldly reclaim your ability to heal and to serve the ones you love. Hello, my beautiful ladies. We are together once again for another episode of Mommy Heal Thyself. I thank you for joining us. And today I have a beautiful woman with me. Her name is Peggy Steelfun. I'm so thrilled to introduce this young woman who empowers us to be healthier, more productive and happier. She's an internationally recognized personal development coach, trained by world masters in both the Eastern and Western traditions. So she offers a uniquely powerful blend of ancient wisdom and breakthrough science. You know, I love that combination. So she is passionate about guiding individuals and groups to achieve mind-body fitness for life by mastering the mind, mastering the body, reducing stress and anxiety, and reversing aging. Some powerful stuff. As an award-winning author, she is a motivational speaker, an entrepreneur, and a podcaster. Peggy has been described as crackling with vitality, intelligence, and warmth. So my lovely Peggy, welcome, welcome. Oh, Michelle, thank you so much for that introduction. It's absolutely
1: a joy to be here with you. And I love Mommy Heal Thyself. Great name.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Now, Peggy, Can you start by telling us a little bit about how you got to be where you are? Okay, how much time do we have? (laughs) Well, we have as much time as you need.
1: Uh, You know, I think we all get to where we are just through life's ups and downs and experiences. So I started out in New York City. Uh, In Greenwich Village, and I was a journalist and very stressed out all the time. And I constantly would go through these highs of creativity and I'd crash and burn. And when I say crash and burn, I mean it both figuratively and literally because I used to ride a motorcycle around New York City. Crazy As it was, that was how I commuted so that I could avoid subways I didn't like the subways. So um, I had to find a better way or literally I was going to die and so I started training and seeking and working with lots of different types of programs and with really masters all over the world, from Eastern to uh, Western, as you mentioned. And so it was really to save myself. But as I learned these different modalities, I thought, you know, other people need to know about this. This is so much easier. It can be more effortless. We don't have to struggle and suffer. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people feel like they have to. So I started a whole new purpose and passion and walk down the path of really helping others. And it's been so gratifying. And and every time I help someone else, I feel helped. I mean, it's really an amazing symbiotic
0: experience. I'm sure you know as well. <laughs> well, you know, you give even more credence to the fact that I tell people that only crazy people drive in New York, because <laughs> I'm, I'm from New York myself. And I didn't actually learn how to drive until I was 25. And when I moved to California, and of course, You have to drive in California because everything is just so far away from each other. But in New York, only the crazy folks, even you moped people, only crazy folks drive in New York.
1: (laughs) This is true. You do what you do. You know, I actually started out on a bicycle and then I thought, you know what? A motorcycle gives me a little bit more capabilities against the taxis and the
0: buses. (laughs) (laughs) So So, now what type of problems do you help women to solve? So
1: what I really find the most is that women deal with being overwhelmed. And let's face it, you know, we're the caregivers. We have to do everything and we forget about ourselves. And it is overwhelming trying to take care of everything. And especially when we're being bombarded, we live in a very chaotic environment to begin with. And then managing kids, managing school, managing work, managing spouses, manage, you know, there's just so many elements. And it's very difficult to keep all those balls in the air. And a lot of women feel like, I just can't do it. They don't feel capable. They don't feel confident and they just really end up burning out Hmm. and they literally end up with like physical, you know, adrenal burnout. So it's really important to give women skills that can really help them manage lives again, more effortlessly. We don't have to
0: struggle. Hmm. So now what are some of the symptoms that women may be experiencing that can clue us in that we have a problem? So the most major ones are
1: stress and anxiety. Mm. And what happens when anyone experiences stress and anxiety, which is everyone, we all go through it one way or another. And some stress actually can be good. You know, having a baby can be a very positive stress. The problem that we have in the world we live in today and the pressures on us, push us into stress levels that are chronic. So we never get a chance to recover. And what happens in our biology is really very telling because the body was meant for our survival. And so when we hit short bursts of stress, it helps us you know, have the energy to run away and survive or fight the predator, whatever it is. And what happens is it takes all the energy away from non-essential functions when we're in that stress mode. So what are non-essential functions? Digestion, you know, who cares if you digest your last meal, if you're looking to be a tiger's next meal, right? (laughs) Or our immune systems. Mm -hmm. So the key symptoms really are illnesses. We get headaches, we get backaches, we get real illnesses uh, because we're more susceptible now because our immune system is suppressed. So very important to pay attention to your body. Our body's constantly communicating with us. And very often we don't pay attention. Hmm. It's kind of like having the light on your uh, car go on that you need more oil and just cutting the line to the oil line and the light goes out and your engine blows <laughs> up.
0: Yeah. You know, we talk, we do talk a lot here about root cause approach as opposed to just the band-aids. So now, what are some of the common mistakes that women make when they say, okay, I see I have a problem, and then I want to solve that problem. But what are the mistakes that a lot of times these women are making before they get to you? It's interesting. What I find is that
1: most people in general haven't really learned coping skills. And unfortunately, in our culture, what we have learned is power through stress is normal, you know, just power through it, you'll be fine. Oh, don't just don't pay attention to the headache, it'll go away. Yeah, Yeah, it'll go away. But so may you, you know, it's really (laughs) important to pause, to stop, pay attention to those symptoms, and then address them. And there are some very clear ways to address them. And again, in our culture, you have a headache, oh, pop a pill, Mm -hmm. that's not treating the root cause, as you just mentioned. And that really is the most important is to look at the root cause and begin to address that. I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's really key. Mm
0: -hmm. So other than trying to power through and simply just popping a pill, are there any other mistakes that they tend to make? Again, a lot of women feel, well,
1: we can do it all, you know, there's no problem here. Mm -hmm. And so they have very high expectations of themselves. And not that they shouldn't have those high expectations, because we are way more expansive than we even realize. Mm -hmm. But again, we need to develop better methods of managing all of these different influences. And so A lot of times, too, I find that, uh, you know, people try to find a a self-help solution. They try one thing. Oh, that doesn't work for me. I can't do that. And then they start really beating up on themselves. I'm no good. I can't I don't do anything right. And there's all this self-talk that happens that starts getting, you know, uh, exacerbated and it's over and over again. And so that's one of the things, too, is beginning to pay attention, not just to the symptoms, but what are you telling yourself, you yeah. know, when you are running late for that appointment and, you know, you're late because, you know, your kid was sick and you had to get somebody to take care of them. And, and so now you're late and you're beating yourself up and you're telling yourself all these awful things. And that actually has a huge effect on your ability to A, cope and again, beat your cells here what you're saying and if you start telling yourself I'm no good I can't do anything your cells align to show up that way and that's not what you want right so it's really important to just pay attention to all of those little signals and then be able to shift be able to adjust
0: so is there a number one tip that you would give women so the number one tip is
1: and this almost sounds counterintuitive, and most women say, I don't have time, is to really stop, to pause. And -hmm. it could be as little as three minutes and Mm -hmm. take time for yourself to reset Mm -hmm. and to regroup. And in fact, in the neurosciences, we've learned that if you're focused on a project, let's say uh, you're doing a work project and you're sitting at the computer, Every two hours, you need to pull away from the computer, get up, do some jumping jacks, walk around the block, close your eyes, focus inward, whatever's comfortable for you, but you need to take a break from that project. Because after a while, the brain actually gets dull and it's not firing. The energy isn't moving through your body, especially if you're sitting. I actually work at a standing desk right now as I'm talking to you. I'm standing Mm -hmm. um, and that helps the energy. I really find that very, very helpful. But um, so very important to really take what I call timeouts, and there's a lot of different ways to do that. Um, and it's also really about self care, taking time to really take care of you. You know, when we fly in an airplane with a child, they always say put on your, uh, you know, air uh, before you put it on your child, mm-hmm. because you have to take care of you first, or you can't take care
0: of anyone else. You know. Yeah. You know, that is such an important tip in terms of taking time to what I refer to as breathe, to just breathe in the moment. You know, and a lot of time, as you said, women will say, oh, I don't have time. I'm like, no, you need to make time. You need to understand how critical this is. And as you said, the brain only can go but so far and then it becomes actually counterproductive. It becomes less productive the longer you go beyond that. So I mean for me, I have my wonderful accountability buddy, my little fur baby, who sits underneath my desk. And Aww. after about two hours, she starts woof, woof, woofing and going completely crazy. And it's like, Mom, it's time to leave the computer, leave the computer. And I'm like, okay, it's time to walk away. You know, and so that's my
1: system. <laughs> and you know what? Pets are really good for that. That's you know, they talk about um how great pets are for older people who, you know, gets them out walking. But mm-hmm. even young people absolutely it gives an opportunity to take a break go take a walk go do something else and it's really important to have those breaks and what I have found um, and especially with a lot of my yogic training and meditation training and so forth I've found that by taking these timeouts these little pauses you actually expand Mm -hmm. time it gives Mm -hmm. you more time because you become more effective And it makes a huge difference. So anyone who says they don't have the time, I know that they're not being very productive and they're losing some of their capabilities by not taking that time. And again, it can be a minute, it can be five minutes. It doesn't have to be, you know, sitting idle or taking a, you know, a gym outing for an hour. It can be shorter spurts and just mm-hmm. start grouping them together over the day. And then at the end of the day, you feel great. In fact, I taught a program um, to a hospital group. And um, I did just like a five minute meditation for them that I sent them home with homework assignments to practice this every day. Mm -hmm. And after about three weeks, one of the gentlemen came to me and said, thank you. You've changed my life. And I was like, what? And he said, you don't understand. I used to come home from work and I was a vegetable. All I could do was sit on the couch and watch television. And I had no quality time with my two daughters and my beautiful wife. And now just taking that five minutes after work has given me a whole evening of fabulous vitality to be with my family. So thank you. Yeah. I mean, it, it works. It's just the big part. The big challenge is getting yourself in a habit of practicing, Mm -hmm. doing that, taking those timeouts and it's got to be regular so that it's like brushing your teeth. It just becomes a habit.
0: Yeah. So now Is there a particular book or program or talk or experience that has been most impactful on your life? So one of my
1: ahas uh, was training with world-renowned yogi master, Amrit Desai. And I ended up writing a book with him and and a lot of the uh, techniques and understandings that I learned from him, are clearly universal. And with all the other trainings I've done in functional medicine and neurosciences mm-hmm. and all of these other areas, they all point back to the effectiveness of what I learned um, training with him and learning how to connect mind body, which is why I founded the mind body fitness for life program, mm-hmm. because that really is the essence of Um, empowering yourself and being your whole self. Mm -hmm. We function so much in our minds, our egos, and it creates illusions of reality. And so we react to people in ways that aren't really about that person. It's about us reacting to them from some past experience. Mm -hmm. So it's really about learning mindfulness, learning to be really present in the moment, learning to let go of some of those attachments to things that are not serving us. And that really allows you to be more empowered in every part of your life because you show up. You're really there rather than just a figment passing through on your (laughs) way to the next task, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Value. So, do you have a free, valuable resource that I can direct women to that will further help them in their journey? Well, one of my favorites to share.
1: Is an audio recording and it's three minutes to de stress. Oh. And so it's just three minutes, and you can actually go to the numeral three, three minutes to de and mm-hmm. download it. And what I always recommend is download it onto your phone mm-hmm. and then schedule an appointment for yourself. Like every afternoon at three o'clock, when we usually hit a mid afternoon slump, mm-hmm. just do that for three minutes. Or if you have trouble sleeping at night, just take those three minutes it calms your nervous system it helps you really be able to focus inward self-discovery is a big part of becoming empowered and learning more and more about your own capabilities Mm -hmm. and just taking this three minutes every day becomes a really good training and then instead of defaulting when you hit a challenging moment or an irritation to the stress and anxiety or frustration it begins to train your brain to default to this place of what I call calm awareness, where you can manage things, where you see solutions where before you may have seen only problems. Now you have a bigger picture because now you're more wholly, fully mind body present. So it makes a huge difference in just three minutes a day. And please, who doesn't have three minutes? I'm only asking for three minutes.
0: (laughs) Well, ladies, don't worry, because I'm going to make sure to include the link to that wonderful Resource because I want to download that particular mm-hmm. audio because who as look as Peggy said we can all designate three mi- minutes so all of those excuses about oh I don't have time nix it I, I I don't even want to hear it you have three minutes that you can dedicate to this and now yes. Peggy go ahead. Yes. No, and I really want
1: women to experience it for themselves and notice when they do it, how much more capable they feel. It's almost like you had a little nap in the middle of the day. So it really makes a difference. I can't wait to hear some of the feedback.
0: Awesome. So what is the one question that I should have asked you that would help our women to create lives filled with power, passion, prosperity, and peace? So I think the biggest
1: question, to be honest, is one that we each need to ask ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that is, how much do I love myself? And it's so important to have and develop that self-love. And one of the things I do with a lot of my clients, I loved Louise Hay, she was just brilliant in the simple programs that she offered people. And I often do this with my clients where I, I task them with a 30 day challenge every day they have to, as they get up to brush their teeth in the morning, mm-hmm. look in the mirror, look into their own eyes and tell themselves why they love themselves. I love you, Peggy, because you have such beautiful brown eyes. And I love you, Peggy, because you do so many wonderful things for other people. I love you. Because, and just whatever it is, it can be silly things. It can be fabulous things. But just looking deep into your own eyes, tell yourself, I love you. And that will begin to shift you to a higher place within yourself where you tap into this amazing guidance that you already have. You're not broken. You don't need fixing. You have everything you need within you. You just need to unveil it to yourself. And that's one of the ways to do it.
0: And that is such a beautiful exercise. In fact, something that I hope you ladies will share, not only not only with yourself in doing that with yourself, but also with your children, with your loved ones you know, your husband, your parents, whomever, because so many times we're looking for validation from the people in the world outside of us. And we re- we forget to remember that we have to love ourselves before we can expect anyone else to love us. So-
1: Absolutely, so true. And actually, just as an aside, uh, there's a breathing technique in the three minute to de-stress that I often teach children. And it really helps children deal with their angers and frustrations. I've even taught five-year-olds so something else just to tuck away and perhaps use,
0: and that's the beauty of what you're sharing, Peggy, that it's not just for any one group. When we are talking about natural healing and things of that nature, it is something that that can be used safely and effectively across the board. You don't have to say, "Oh my God, I'm going to worry." Oh, if if I if I do three minutes of breathing, will will it be counter counter to my medications? No, 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 <laughs> no. Actually, <laughs> it we're about any you,
1: And it may help you reduce some of your medications because now exactly. your body actually start working better.
0: Exactly. So thank you so much for being here with us, Peggy, and sharing those beautiful gems and reminding us of the need to, as you said, love ourselves. And I look forward to seeing you ladies in our next episode of Mommy Heal Thyself. Until next time. Michelle. Awesome, beautiful. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of Mommy Heal Thyself. If you like what we're doing here, please share, subscribe, like us, and leave a comment. Your feedback is very much appreciated.